Welcome to the Havocast number four. To my tens of listeners, thank you for being here with me. In this podcast, I talk about tabletop war games, I talk about role-playing games, board games, and other aspects of the hobby that involve painting and playing with plastic spacemen's and women's. In this podcast today, I will be talking briefly about hobby shame. Have you ever been reluctant to tell people that you play with plastic spacemen's? I will be having a conversation with my friend Alexa Red Katana, and I'll be giving you a quick update on the Edge of the Empire campaign, the Edge of the Empire game by Fantasy Flight, which is amazing, and the games that I will be running at Adepticon early next year. Sit back, take off your shoes and pants, and hang out with the only podcast that reminds you that real demons have curves. Have it cast. Podcast number four. You ever been in a social situation? There's a bunch of people around. Maybe it's a party. Maybe it's a work gathering. Maybe you're just meeting some new people. And someone asks you, what do you do for fun? What's the first thing you think? Do you panic? Oh shit, I can't tell them that I play with plastic spacemen's. That will make me seem kind of weird and people won't understand. Do you have another hobby on tap that you bring up every time? A more mainstream hobby? Oh, I fucking love collecting stamps. Uh, I really like baking. Sure, maybe you do enjoy those things. But you know deep down inside that wargaming, role-playing, painting plastic miniatures, that's your true passion. That's your true hobby. Hobby shame. I think we've all suffered it at varying degrees at some point or another in our life. Maybe you felt the time wasn't appropriate to tell people about your fantastical role-playing game world and the background of your character, which can take hours to do. And you're very excited for those many hours. You explain it. But maybe it just wasn't the time. I will begin this short rant with one piece of information. Anything that you love, that you spend time on, is never wasted time. Remember that. So there you are. In some sort of social situation, maybe it's a party, usually it's a work function when this kind of thing happens to me. What is it you like to do for fun, Dan? Well, there's a couple of ways that this can play out. You can throw the smoke screen, where you throw out another hobby that might seem more mainstream and more acceptable. Oh, I love fishing. I love hunting. I love music. I like reading books. Those are all interesting. It might even be true. But why do we sometimes have the tendency to downplay what we truly love? And that's games, fantastical worlds, dystopian battlefields of the future. That's the thing that you're really into. But why don't you want to tell people? I think we've spent so many years as hobbyists and gamers kind of being ridiculed because of games that we play, because it hasn't been seen as mainstream, it's been seen as quote-unquote nerdy or geeky. And so for many years, it's been sort of held on the periphery of what's acceptable. At least that's how I felt growing up as I played games. But now, games are a lot more mainstream. Quote-unquote geek culture is very popular. Things like Twitch, streaming games all day and all night, popular programs like Critical Role, Bring, 
role-playing games and gaming to a larger audience, and now it's more acceptable. Now it's more mainstream. And I think that's fantastic. So score one for the nerds. But there's also a tendency for people to see us building models and playing these games and thinking that it's childish, that it's a waste of time, and you might feel some of that. You might be embarrassed to tell people that that's how you spend your time. But I must reiterate that if you have passion for it and you love it, any time spent doing this hobby is never a waste of time. I found that over the years that if I was passionate about something, that I truly loved something, and I shared it with other people, oftentimes that passion, that love can be infectious, and people will become very interested in what it is. So you might be embarrassed to tell them what you do, but I always think of these as opportunities, because the best part about this hobby is getting into it, is becoming a hobbyist, becoming a gamer. That person that you're speaking with that you might be embarrassed to talk to about your hobby could be your next favorite opponent, could be the next player character at your table. Share what you do. Share your enthusiasm. Share your love. I'm not saying sit there for like three hours and explain the detailed backstory of your player character, but tell them, I play awesome games that are narrative and group storytelling opportunities, and we create these fantastic worlds that we all are the action heroes and main characters of. Tell them that you use your skills and artistic talents and visions to build tiny soldiers to battle other people's tiny soldiers. The best part is that people will often want to ask you questions, and you're going to want to be defensive about it at first, but don't be. People are truly curious about what it is that you do. They may have heard about games, but never actually met anyone that played games. So they might just want to know what it's all about. Don't let it go into insulting territory, and if it does, well then fine, walk away. But every time someone asks you what it is you do for your hobby, don't be ashamed. If it's something you love and it's something you're passionate about, share that passion. Share that love. You might find a new player. You might find someone that wants to play a game with you. And what's better than that? I think the days of the stereotypical player hiding in his basement, unwashed and in the dark, those days are over. It's time to share the hobby. It's time to show the love. It's time to not be ashamed of what it is that you spend hours and hours and dollars upon dollars doing. Put it out there. Be proud of what you do. Whatever it is that might be. This week, I speak with my good friend, Alexa Red Katana, an awesome commission artist and all-around hilarious person. 20-odd questions with Alexa Red Katana. Starting now, are you ready? Yeah. Hi. Are you, <laughs> Hi. Are you ready? Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> we covered that. Okay. I'm going to start with the easy one. Mm-hmm. What's, your, what's your favorite paint color? Oh, Havoc Pink. Yes. <laughs> best color out there. Uh for reals though, it's um it's let me read that. It's Aldebaran red um scale seventy-five SC thirty-eight, the brightest, the prettiest red out there. <laughs> ever? Like the brightest red ever? Yes, ever. Like seriously, ever the best red. Like I sell the crap out of it. 
in my store. <laughs> what fictional setting would you most like to go to? Oh, Assassin's Creed. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the one that 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 Ezio Auditore was in. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Was that, was that a fictional uh, setting or was it based on actual history, though? Um, I'm pretty sure it's not actual history because <laughs> <laughs> that freaking nonsense about Apple of the Dan. Yeah, sure, it's right there. It's somewhere in yeah, somewhere there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Warhammer 40K or tabletop games, it's now an MMA-style sport. What is your entrance music as you approach the table? Uh, it's a prodigy, probably, like, um, smack my bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the best song ever. <laughs> that, that kind of says it all, really. What is yeah, the most yeah, annoying? Yeah. What is the most annoying habit that other people have? Oh, um, well, annoying habit. Um, I mean, picking their noses, driving like a holes. Um, there's a lot. I have a list. Would you like a list? <laughs> Give me the list. What do you got? <laughs> um, it's hard. It's really hard. I work in customer service. Mm-hmm. I do not like people. (laughs) (laughs) I have people coming into me uh, who's like picking their teeth at the same time. So, yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) What's something you like to do the old fashioned way? Oh, my gosh. The old fashioned way. I like to bake. Bake bread old fashioned way. (laughs) Yeah. In the oven, yes. <laughs> you don't have a bread maker or bread machine or whatever the hell it's called? I, my mother-in-law does, but um, I have no idea how to use that. <laughs> <laughs> I, use every, I do everything by hand. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> What's the last game you played and did you win? Oh, <clears throat> that's like been forever. Um, I think it was Age of Sigmar, and I think I did win because um, I have no idea how to play it, so I probably was cheating. So I did win. <laughs> <laughs> what what army did you use? Uh, Doros of Cain. Uh, actually, it was mixed. Uh, it was uh, all together. I don't remember the names now. It was like uh, Dark Elves all together. I have the dragons and the pirates and everything. I love them. But they renamed them, like, got three different codexes for them. So I have no idea what they're called now. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Um, there's, like, the ones that are, like, half snake or something. Like, uh, yes. What, what yes. is that? I, 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 like, name. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I, I just like running, like, a bunch of uh, killy, uh, dangerous, naked ladies on the table. Uh, they're, they're, they're good. They're terrifying <laughs> and good. <laughs> I yeah. agree. They do not have no butt. Like, if you look at the doors on the most of there's no butt on them. It's so horrible. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't think of sculpting some or something like that. Are you going to green stuff butts on them? <laughs> I know. I mean, if you look at the daughters of Kane models, they have none back there. None. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's sad. I as a, know. As a, as a butt man, that's sad for me. They, they're all like boobs and no butt. Mm-hmm. Like they have, I mean, they're strong women. They're supposed to have it. There's muscles. This is like one of the biggest muscle group on the human body. Not, not on me. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what you do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you interested in that most people haven't heard of? Uh, oh, what am I interested in? That most people haven't heard of. You have like a weird niche Hobbies? hobby or interests that people don't know what it is i do weaving like blankets and stuff i can I... give you a blanket on like i have a weaving loom you have a loom <laughs> i have a loom and i can weave like a giant ass blanket that's like old school too they're pretty i'm good at it <laughs> I don't think most people have looms in their home. Do you have it in your house? Yes. How big is I, a loom? Um, well, mine is not really big uh, because I was not going to spend $4,000 on one. But it's That's not fair. really big. Yeah, but it, it makes blankets pretty good. <laughs> How many blankets have you made with your not $4,000 loom? <laughs> like three. Three? That's all right. It pays for itself. I mean, you can just go buy a blanket, but yeah, not, that's not, the old-fashioned way. You did it the old-fashioned way. See everything, like literally everything. I mean, if the world will come to end, and like apocalypse, and like there's there's no factories that produce stuff, and everything shut down, I will survive. I can make soap. <laughs> I can knit. I can weave. I can make bread. I can cook. <laughs> You can keep warm with a blanket while you're eating bread and you, you I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is... Well, I'm I'm not going go to into how do you make soap when there's no factories or anything. It's pretty gross process, but uh you can Google it. It's like fat. You render fat, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you see um did you see uh that that uh fight club? That's one one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the best movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that yeah. movie. Yeah, the fat, the fat they were getting out of um, plastic surgery clinic. Yeah, is that where you get your fat? Mm, I would not say it over out loud. Um, <laughs> I've got to keep some of my secrets, so it's just, yeah, no. That, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what is the most annoying question that people ask you? Where are you from? Again, I work in customer service. I get that question every single day. Where are you from? What is your accent from? Uh, how long are you here? How do you like it here? Uh, if you ever go back, it's more rare. And then they start uh, making comments on my name, which is Alexa, which is like, hey, Alexa, what is the capital of Washington State? Like, I have a customer yeah. who does it every single day uh, well they <laughs> so, think yeah. they're being funny yeah i mean whatever makes people happy i i think i i already at the point where i'm like okay whatever <clears throat> i answer your questions and um and i'm okay with it i'm not an angry person so i'm like okay i'm, I'm sure. from russia hey you know it <laughs> uh, but 
Yeah, I get that question every day. But again, I work in customer service. So I, I interact with people every, every day if I'm at work. Do you play RPGs? Okay. Next question. Next uh, question. Do you play RPGs? Okay. Uh, Tell me Shadow about your Run. character if you do. Oh, <clears throat> so <laughs> I haven't played her yet, but I made um, I made a face in Shadowrun. Uh, she is um, she's an adept, uh, and her name is Candy. <laughs> Candy? <laughs> yeah, like C A N D Y. <laughs> okay. So she's in, incredibly, extremely pretty, sexy. She has long blonde hair. She has big boobs, long legs. She's extremely smart. So she's an adept. Uh, she's a magical adept, a face. So basically, uh, how to explain? You know Shadowrun. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Shadowrun. People, people do what she tells them. But she's also really, really high on intelligence like she's super smart but nobody knows it because her name is candy and she's <laughs> it's uh you haven't gotten to play her yet i haven't gotten to play her yet because she's like in the works right now um and uh we're playing the campaign where we're in germany right now um fighting the mob of course uh and i have to like finish up with my first character <laughs> What's your first okay. character? Uh, she is a Japanese assassin, <laughs> bald with um, with a tattoo on for her forehead. Uh -huh. uh, she's a, she's just an assassin that is uh, proficient in um, samurai swords. <laughs> is that where is that where Red Katana came from? Uh, no, Red Kitana came from Mortal Kombat. Kitana um, is my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Red is, well, I'm Russian, so. <laughs> uh, okay, now it all makes sense. I know, yes. It, it, we came up with it a couple years ago when I needed the game tag. Uh, so so no, it became Red Kitana. Yeah, and now it's forever Red Kitana. <laughs> What is something you think everyone should do at least once in their lives? Swim naked in the ocean. Any particular ocean? <laughs> Just any ocean? Okay, okay, yeah, ocean. I said ocean. Um, I like the sea more, and we've talked about it a lot with my friends because you guys have oceans here, and they are cool and everything, but if you go to, like, actual tropical sea out there, it's, like... It's like ridiculously beautiful, pretty, and everything. <laughs> nice. What? <laughs> Next question. What, a, what amazing thing did you do that no one was around to see? <laughs> this is your time. Yeah, this is my time. Mm, I cannot think of anything. <laughs> you haven't done anything amazing? Ever, and, and you were all alone and you said... I wish someone had seen that. Well, you can pass if you don't have anything. Yeah, I cannot think of anything. All right, we'll pass. We'll pass. I'll let you have one pass. Oh, thank you. You just get the one. What hobby <laughs> gear? What piece of hobby gear can you not live without? Uh, my bed pallet. <laughs> Your who? 
with Paulette. <laughs> um, hobby gear. Palette, that's yeah. That's a wet hobby gear. Wet palette's a hobby gear. Hobby gear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think it goes with me everywhere I go. Like in Thailand and and places. <laughs> like get travel, I pack it up. I take it with me. It stinks. It smells horrible, but yeah. Is it like all moldy? Uh, well, I mean, you can put it in dishwasher, but um, but if I'm in the middle of like commission, I mm. can't dishwasher. I have to have. <laughs> and do you just leave like the paper with the paint on it and stuff whenever you travel with it? No, 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 no. Yeah, then I have to wash it. Sadly, but yeah, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> what kind of wet palette is it? Oh, it's just the regular one. The the mom, mm, Masterson's red palette. Everybody uses it. I mean, there's a new kind that just came out, and I, I would like I, to I try. You have to use a red palette. I'm behind. I'm behind the times. Like you asked me to teach you how to paint. First yeah. lesson: use a red palette. Use red palette. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to write that down. <laughs> Scribble on the piece of paper. That's how I do. My handwriting is really, really bad. <laughs> what is the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, what are those questions? Um, Answer the, the question. The, the best compliment that I've ever received. Yeah, it could be you personally, maybe about your painting, your, your hobby skills, anything. Something that sticks uh, out. I'm just like, I'm so amazing. I can't even think about like one. Oh your god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just a really, really, really uh shy person that, oh, that I don't I don't sure. know what to say right now. Um yeah. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said you're smart. That's the best compliment you've ever received. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I don't really know. I hope I'm smart. <laughs> We're just going to leave that one alone. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> Go. What did, you, what did you think you would grow out of, but you haven't? Sleeping. <laughs> I am supposed to be sleeping less than I do. I would accomplish so much more if I will be like a normal grown-up person that does eight hours a night and gets up in the morning and be like, okay, I have a to-do list. What do you think I do? Mm. I sleep. <laughs> sleep in. You sleep all day. I, I, I can. I actually can. Like, I can go to bed, like, right now and get up tomorrow. <laughs> I would be in pain. Mm, I, I love sleep. physical pain. <laughs> and the, the perfect temperature, the perfect lightning in the room, everything dark, everything goes up, really cold. 24 hours, I'll go. Like, it'd be awesome. <laughs> What's your favorite model that you've painted? Favorite model that I painted? Uh, I like that Eldar chick that I'm painting right now. She's not finished yet, but she's like hot. Mm, she's really hot. <laughs> which, which Eldar chick's that? Uh, she's from the Blackstone Fortress. I have no idea what is her name. It's got the uh, big sniper rifle. It's like the Ranger, like an Eldar Ranger kind of thing. Yeah. I love her. I'm so excited to finish her. Uh, the models that I finished, um, cannot think of one. They're all good. 
but like my favorite <laughs> one for right now is the dark chick that i'm painting so like I, I will say that that's like some of the guys from um forge world the primarchs mm -hmm. but when you paint them for 30 plus 50 plus hours you're like oh man um can i be done <laughs> It looks like shit anyways, so it's just here, there, there. <laughs> take it, take it away from me. Like, I don't have a single one with me right now because all of them were commissioned. Oh, yeah, and then you just send them back to whoever, whoever commissioned them, yeah. Yeah, one's in China. Oh. Uh, yeah, he made it safely to uh, China, and I know that nothing broke. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it was Pertorabu. Rabu is in China. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember seeing him. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I think that was the first, whenever I first um, saw you on Twitter, that was what you were sharing was Perturabo. Because it takes freaking forever. And I think Perturabo was non-metallic metal. And uh, it's easier for me compared to true metallics because it's easier for me to blend. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it, it takes forever. Like... Especially Primarchs. I spoke to one of the painters on Adepticon and he was like, Forge Ward uh, sculptors hate painters because they make them so detailed that you just basically feel the details on and on and on and on. Okay. And it doesn't really leave room for uh, expressing yourself. Let's yeah. say that. I'm not necessarily agreeing with that, but yeah. <laughs> if you could make one rule, that everyone had to follow, what rule would you make? Be nice. That's the <laughs> rule. Oh my gosh, just be nice. Just doesn't have to be in the game. Doesn't doesn't have to be anywhere. Just be nice. That's it. That's a great answer. To people around you, to, to, to your fellow gamers, to your friends, to your family, to your everybody. Just be nice. What yeah. challenging thing are you working through these days? Uh, being nice. <laughs> I swear I love people when I don't have to work with them too much. But I mean, amazing. Yeah. What's, what's the last adventure you went on? Last adventure? What's the last adventure? Driving from Indianapolis to South Carolina in one day. Mm. It wasn't bad because I drive Mini Cooper, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, truckers. And, uh, uh, do you not um, like driving? I love driving. It's just hard sometimes. How far a drive was that? Nine hours. Oh, that's not, that's, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's not. I, I know some people drive from South Carolina to like Chicago for Adepticon, and it's thirteen hours. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you. No, <laughs> that is, that, that's true. Mm -hmm. It's about like I drove to Michigan this past weekend to hang out with, uh, you know, Sco Scooty Puff. <laughs> so I went over there and it was a nine hour drive, but like that last mm -hmm. hour was like the longest hour of the entire drive. Like the first half of the drive was super quick. And then that mm -hmm. last hour was like, oh my God, this will not, why won't this end? Like, why am I not there yet? And I'm watching my GPS slowly go down. Like, I'm an hour away, 30 minutes away, 29 uh -huh. minutes away. I was like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. 
Yeah, and sometimes it's good to have like a book with you or something like that. But when I drove from Indianapolis um, back here from the Gen Con, I had um, I had uh, horse heresy, and it had so much bolter porn that I had to turn it off. I was like, I'm falling asleep. I have to turn it on. So was I there, had... like actual like gunfire like in the in the thing or no. what? no it's like uh constantly like it, i don't remember at the, some point i uh like you know how you kind of take a nap when you're driving like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to call it like when you lose your you attention just, when you're yeah, driving it's like uh, like road like, oh. hypnosis or something highway hypnosis yeah that's what they and call it and it's been going on and on and on i'm like what the hell am i listening i had to turn it off i had my um I had my metal one <laughs> the entire time, the entire eight hours. <laughs> you were listening to smack my bitch up. Ah, uh, I did too. Yes. Um, I mean, that's like the best song ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I just love them from like when I was in high school and I yeah. still do. Yeah. Um, yeah. What but was... I think it was more Marilyn Manson. There you go. <laughs> that's also from high school. Yeah, I, I okay. saw him. I saw him like two years ago, and he was kind of he's kind of chubby, had a big belly, and it was kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did tell me, but um, I mean, people are getting old. Gotta be nice then. <laughs> <laughs> be nice. I'm sorry, I forgot that was the rule. <laughs> it is. Marilyn Manson, if you're listening, I'm sorry. What was the last book you read? Last book I read. If <laughs> if. We talk about like fiction books. Um, I book. read uh, any book. Any I'm book reading. Was... <laughs> you know, I'm reading books? interior designing directory. That's like what I'm reading right now. Um, super boring. It's not fiction, so it talks about plastic glass <laughs> in interior design. That's the last book. Because you're learning to be an interior designer. Yeah, I'm currently studying to. Um, do the interior design i don't know if i'm gonna go for it but it's pretty fun i mean <laughs> it's pretty it's, creative yeah so you can kind of use your artistic talent to mm -hmm. design interiors it's i know i mean put like put the couches in the room some wallpaper here you go you're done good job <laughs> here's here's my invoice yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I do not want to uh, make it less of a job than it is because it is a hard job to make a person comfortable in their environment. And this is one of the biggest things that we're supposed to learn, making people comfortable in their environment. It's not just like putting couches or like wallpaper. It's it's looking at the person and seeing what they want from where they're at and making their life better so let's go with yeah. that <laughs> yeah and how, i mean and the home is like so obviously so personal to where mm -hmm. you know i've seen people get upset because they didn't like the color that their wall was painted you know things like that so that's yeah that's a big deal yeah last question are you ready for it yes yes you got anything to promote yes I was thinking about it before because I listened to every of your podcasts. Every uh, three. So, <laughs> so, 
anybody who's out there listening to that nonsense, what we're doing with them right now, uh, just go and donate whatever you can, just whatever you want. It doesn't matter where you donate it. It doesn't matter what. Like, it can be a dollar, it can be five, it can be ten, it can be your kidney, it can be your time, it can be your blood. Just, just do something nice for somebody else. Don't tell anybody to. That's the number one rule. That's the new rule. Be nice. Donate. Yeah, that's it. Be nice. Donate. That's not what I'm promoting. I mean, uh, my Twitter is, I mean, I, I paint. Okay. I mean, it's not even the best. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty damn good. I don't know what you're talking it's about. Right. Yeah, it's all right. Let's just just go and donate. Man. I don't know, three dollars to whatever shelter you like or whatever you want. Just just do it. Just one. Doesn't have to be every day. Just one. That's awesome. Amazing, Alexa. Thank you for being on my podcast. I had well, a lot of fun. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Are you sure you seem confused by that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the questions are freaking hard. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to get into the uh the I'm trying to get into people's minds, man. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. You're welcome. I love role playing games. My favorite role playing game currently is Fantasy Flight's Edge of the Empire and Age of Rebellion series. Based in the Star Wars universe, which of course is my favorite. If you know me, you know that I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. So playing the role-playing game with a Star Wars background is kind of an obvious choice for me, since I know way more about Star Wars than I do most things. Sometimes I think if I'd spent more time studying and less time knowing things about Star Wars, I'd be further in life. But here we are. So, Age of Rebellion, Edge of the Empire... Awesome game. My favorite thing about it is that it uses proprietary dice. Yes, you would have to go out and buy new dice if you're interested in playing this game. But the dice give you cool outcomes to every sort of check that you can make. It's not just a binary pass-fail. You can actually succeed at something and then cause a serious side effect that can uh, deter and hamper your team. Or you can actually fail at something and cause a side effect that is uh, beneficial to you and your player characters. So it's pretty awesome. It's very narrative. It's way less crunchy than a lot of games, and it's more focused on storytelling and having your group tell the story with you. I've been fortunate enough to be GMing a campaign that's been going on for the last four or five months, maybe longer, which for me, and I probably think for most of us, is fairly exceptional since role-playing games are so tough to get everyone together at the same time. With adult schedules and responsibilities, it can be tough. My players consist of my lovely wife playing Gobo, a Twi'lek, who is from a wealthy family who runs away when she discovers that her dad is dealing in Twi'lek slaves. There is Puck, the Mon Calamari saboteur who is incredibly loyal to the Rebellion, but also really, really likes blowing things up. There is Steve, Solo Fett, a middle-aged man working a white-collar job and decides one day that he is just done with it buys himself a jetpack, and becomes a bounty hunter, and will do just about anything to try and become famous. There is also Nala, the Bothan spy who once was an agent of the Empire, but was double-crossed by her partner and former lover, who basically left her to die and was captured by the Rebellion. And now she thirsts for revenge, and will do just about anything to track him down and bring him to justice. And that includes working for the Rebellion.
and our newest player, my buddy Matt, who is playing KN8, which is a repurposed Imperial medical droid. So he's sort of this tall, black, cylindrical droid with multiple arms with blades and uh, needles and things sticking out of him. And he enjoys boosting up the other player characters and also performing uh, plastic surgery, whether some people want it or not. Our last session saw the team carrying a rebel negotiator to a secret meeting with a mining corporation that uncovered something that was very interesting and helpful to the rebellion. And in the course of the adventure, they realize that this rebel negotiator is much more than he appears to be. And soon it's revealed that he is a Jedi who escaped Order 66 when he was a Padawan and has been working for the rebellion undercover for years. There's disgruntled miners, a surprise Sith Inquisitor, and all sorts of shenanigans. It was a great game, and thanks to Fantasy Flight's Edge of the Empire and its awesome rule set in dice, we told an awesome story, and I hope this campaign keeps going, and I will give you updates as it goes along. A quick shout-out to a couple of people at the end of the podcast I want to say thank you to everyone that helped me out by retweeting the previous podcast. And I want to congratulate Adam is 95% Salsa at SalsaWits on Twitter, which is not only an awesome Twitter handle, but an awesome dude who won the Orc Bomber in the Orc Bomber giveaway. And I also want to give a shout out to my buddy Seppi at Fight in a Box. You can find them at Fight in a Box on Twitter, Fight in a Box Games. His game, Processing, was fully Kickstartered and funded, and it's an awesome game. I was lucky enough to play it with Seppi a year or so ago at Adepticon, and I got my hands on a demo copy and have been forcing people to play it, and everyone that plays it really enjoys it. It's an awesome game, so if you haven't backed the Kickstarter, go ahead and check that out. Fight in a Box Games, Processing, a really awesome game. Once again, thank you for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Twitter at The Lonely Havocs if you want to say hi to me directly or ask a question or also suggest something that we can talk about on the podcast or if you're interested in being part of the 20-odd questions and you're a hobbyist, I would love to speak with you. You can also find me on iTunes and Spotify as well as Google Play. So you have a lot of options if you want to listen to the Havoc cast. Thank you and good night.